0: Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I am Steve Hempel, and Battle Plan is an ongoing discussion of how we put our faith into action. Our website is active-faith.org, and my email is stevehemphill one at me.com. We're in a series right now on prayer and Jesus' blood as a weapon, And last time we talked about blood he shed for us on his hands and feet. Today, we're going to conclude this uh, multi-part discussion uh, by talking about prayer and Jesus' blood on his side, the blood he shed on his side. The seventh of the seven places that Jesus shed blood was from his side when the spear from the Roman soldier pierced him, representing The curse of grief and mourning. Uh, John 1934 NLT says, One of the soldiers, however, pierced his side with a spear and immediately blood and water flowed out. His mother, his disciples, his friends went through terrible grief and mourning when he died and even questions if they had followed the right person. They had hoped Jesus was the promised Messiah, but questioned that once he died on the cross. This is revealed in Luke 24, 21 in ASU. But we were hoping that he was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, it is the third day since these things happened. So they had hope, but they were giving up on their hope. You see, death meant defeat. It meant game over, hope lost, and the probability they had bet on the wrong horse, so to speak. But the curse of grief and mourning was turned to joy and happiness because... Jesus demonstrated that his power was even greater than death itself. First Peter 3, I mean, First Peter 1, verse 3 NCV CV says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In God's great mercy, he has caused us to be born again into a living hope because Jesus Christ rose from the dead. He set us free. John eight thirty six NLT. So if the son has set you free, you are truly free. You see, the same power that resurrected him is also at work in us. I pray that he will give light to the eyes of your hearts so that you will understand the hope to which he has called you. What rich glories there are in the inheritance he has promised his people and how surpassingly great is his power working in us who trust him. It works with the same mighty strength he used when he worked in the Messiah to raise him from the dead and seat him at his right hand in heaven. Ephesians 1, 18 to 20, CJB. We're even instructed to encourage one another with this idea. The Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God. And those who have died believing in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive will be gathered up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and we will be with the Lord forever. So encourage one another with these words. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 to 18, NCV. You see, this curse of grief and mourning that has infected the entire planet is temporary because of Jesus' power over death, which was beautifully demonstrated through his resurrection. So don't fear. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest part of your personal battle plan might be to train yourself to live each day in light of eternity and the reality that you too will rise from death and live with hope. Maybe you could pray like this, Lord, thank you for demonstrating your power over death by coming back to life out of the grave. Help me to live with boldness like you did, knowing that I too will overcome death and live again because of you. Thank you in Jesus name. Amen. See you next time on Battle Plan. We're going to talk about how Jonathan climbed a hill and won a war. Let me remind you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.